1: back, everybody, to another edition of MLB PFS Quick Quickets, your Wednesday, September 26th edition, 12 games late on tap tonight, hope everybody's Tuesday action went well for you, as it was another fun one around the diamond, just a few more days left, and then we have playoff baseball, and I sorry, sorry to say it, Quickets is in the books for another season, third season, full season, Quickets in the books, um, got, again, 12 games on tap tonight, a little bit of weather to worry about here. Atlanta at the Mets blowing out to left field about 11 miles an hour. Uh, about 30% chance of rain there. Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Wrigley blowing out to right field about 8 to 10 miles an hour. Not too bad, but just something to think about. When it comes to birthdays, Jordan Luplow, outfielder for the Pittsburgh Pirates, youngster, it's his birthday. Then a couple pitchers we might not see tonight or might not affect what we have going on. Chris Archer, who did it phenomenally yesterday. He shut me up for sure, but uh, that's the Archer we know we can see. It's amazing when he actually shows up. And then Sean Doolittle. Those are your main birthdays for today's action. Let's get into the totals real quick. you got Mar or those are your day games. Starting at the night, you got uh, Braves at Mets 7. Brewers at Cardinals 8.5. We're waiting on Yankees Rays. We have an opener situation there. Pirates at Cubs. Uh, some pitching changes there. And it's in Wrigley. Indians at White Sox. Jace Fry is going to be an opener for the White Sox. So they're going to use that technique. So three totals we do not have. Tigers at Twins, 8.5. Phillies at Colorado in Field, 10.5. Dodgers, D backs, 7.5. Rangers, Angels, 8.5. A's, Mariners, 8.5. Padres, Gigantes, 7. So it's a pretty uh, decent totals on the slate tonight. Let's get into it. You're pitching on this slate. We have three guys over 10K, two guys over 9K. So five guys will break it down for you real quick. And your top guy by far, he's $2,100 ahead of Chris Sale, is Jacob DeGrom. Of the New York Mets, your NL Cy Young winner. I'm calling it early, folks. Votes are in. In my mind, uh, he better win it. He better win the damn Cy Young. You know he's averaging 26.6 a game, 31-4, 30.2, 26.8 his last three. He's averaging 25.7 a game versus the Atlanta Braves in five starts this year, in 33 and he's only got up four earned, and he struck out 40 batters he's faced when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, when you look at Degrom, the Braves strike out 20 and a half percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. DeGrom has a 32% K rate, 15% swinging strike rate, 46% ground ball rate, 27% hard contact rate, and a future Cy Young award, if I didn't mention that already. The Braves have a team total of three, lowest on the slate. Lefties 265, righties 244. Um, you know Anything can happen on any given night, but DeGrom at 13-2. Cash games, lock and load, just like Scherzer last night. And uh, I, I like him in GPPs as well because pitching is ugly and it will get worse as the week goes on. So uh, DeGrom, definitely at 13-2. Enjoy him the last time you can this season. Chris Sale is still going to be monitored, so 11-1. You might get what you want out of him. if he. Uh, if this is one for the Slack chat, boys and girls, because he's done really well against Baltimore this year. He only went 3 and a third his last time out. He went 73 pitches. He went three innings Part of that, 42. I'm guessing they're going to want 85-90 pitches, and he can be phenomenal in 85-90. to 90, But like you saw last time at 10-8, he went three and a third against Cleveland. Only gave it two runs, struck out seven, but only got you 14 and a half points. At 11 1, you're going to need more than that, so I'll sit and watch Chris Sale. They have no need, no reason to push him. They just want to get him ready for the postseason. So after Sale, you got Herman Marquez, 10 2 in Coors against the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't mind this at all. If you look at his long term season home games, he has struggled at home compared to the road, obviously, but recently been really, really good at home. Um his last few home starts against Arizona thirty-five six. San Francisco twenty-seven six. Uh St. Louis thirty-one four. Pittsburgh twenty point three. Uh really, really good starts there. He's been twenty plus in nine of his last ten. He's been outstanding for the Colorado Rock. He's facing the Philadelphia team that does strike out twenty-five percent of the time first right-handed pitching. He's a minus one eighty five home favorite, and they have to win to stay in this, so he's gonna have a good lineup behind him, unlike some other teams. Like he'll have a much better lineup behind him than Jacob DeGrombo. That's for damn sure. Um Almost a little over 27% strikeout rate, 47% ground ball rate for Herman Marquez. He will give up some. you got to already expect that being a Coors game, but the Phillies team totals are 4.55. Lefties, 326. Righties, 260 versus Herman Marquez. So in a GPP, if you want to pivot off of DeGrom, Marquez at 10 2, very much in play for you tonight. Last guy in the 9K and above range, Masahiro Tanaka, 9500 bucks at the Tampa Bay Rays. Tanaka much, much better on the road this year than at home. A 3-3-1 ERA on the road compared to 4-1 at home, averaging 20.2 points on the road. And he had two starts against Tampa Bay this year. He's given up two earned and 15 innings, striking out 15, averaging 30.5 DraftKings points per start against the Tampa Bay Rays. So Tanaka makes for a very good GPP play. The Rays are a pesky team. If you want to fade Tanaka, it'll be a nice GPP play the other way as well. It's kind of one of those boomer bust deals like Severino last night, but Tanaka's cheaper. Got yeah, Tampa Bay striking out 22% of the time versus righties. Tanaka 25% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. Lots and lots to like there. Tampa Bay team total, we are waiting on because of the opener situation. But uh lefties 312, righties 317 versus Tanaka. And you got a race team with an okay 323 Woba, not bad, but a 148 ISO. It's is just below average at best. So Tanaka is in play at ninety five hundred. Recapping your top end of the pitching tier, I got DeGrom one, Tanaka two, Marquez three Marquez got that ultimate GPP upside. Let's look at the sevens in the 8K range. You got Shane Bieber starting at the Chicago White Sox for eighty nine hundred dollars. The Beebs has faced the White Sox once this year, six and two thirds shutout innings, eight K's, twenty eight DraftKings points. He's coming off of back-to-back rough performances against Boston and Detroit, but prior to that 37-4, 19-5, a 6.6 an 18-4, 19-3. So the upside is is there with Bieber. The consistency not so much. We know we like to pick on the White Sox who strike out over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. You got the Beebs with a 23.5% K rate, 46% ground ball rate, all really nice stuff there. And you have a White Sox team total that we're we'll probably waiting. Yeah, we're waiting on Lefties 369. So we've said that in the past. You can stack the lefties against them if you want, but righty's 287. You know, the White Sox at 306, Woba 170 ISO. So you can definitely pick on them with an eighty, nine hundred dollar Shane Bieber. A guy I really like in here is Sean Duke, 80, 100 bucks. Yeah, the consistency has not been there, especially the second half of the season. But he's a very, very talented pitcher who's uh, averaging 24 points a game against the Mets in his two starts this year, two earned in 13 innings, 13 strikeouts. Like, the inconsistencies is what's frustrating, though. Minus 2.1 against Washington, 29.7 against the Giants, 2.4 against Boston, 5 against Tampa, 29.9 against Miami, 0.8 against Colorado, minus 5.4 against Milwaukee, 19.3 against Washington, 36.3 against Dodgers 20.7 against Miami so it's been a roller coaster ride if you don't want to go here I get it he's been very very up and down but it is a Mets team that strikes out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching he has a 22% K rate the problem is that 11% walk rate really really hurts him at times and it goes with a 44% ground ball rate it's definitely an up and down type play the Mets have a team total right around four lefties 338 righties 303 we know he's been a reverse splits guy the entire career or entire season that career sure why not but um and the Mets at 286 well but 120 Nice over its Lefties they struggle tremendously versus left hand side of the plate tonight or this season. So Newcomenady 81 becomes a very very intriguing GPP play for me on tonight's slate. After Newcomb, you got Jake Odorizzi in 7900 bucks at home against the Detroit Tigers on the season In three starts Odorizzi's averaging 15.6 a game against the Tigers last couple starts 23-3 at Detroit 26-1. Against the New York Yankees, so a lot to like here with Ohterizzi in this matchup against a you know mediocre Detroit Tigers ball club that strikes out 23% of the time. First right-handed pitching his 23% K rate, but only a 28% ground ball So a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact against Ohterizzi makes Tigers bats GPP relevant, but uh, not sure stackable unless you want to get really weird and you're making a lot of lineups. They have a team total just uh, same as the match, just below four. Lefties do at 346, righties 343, but a 291 Woba, 148 ISO for the Detroit Tigers doesn't leave too much to be worried about. But yes, they can get into it from time to time. After Odorizzi, I have Matt Boyd in that same matchup against Odorizzi at the Minnesota Twins, $7,700. Boyd uh, has been very, very good this year, better on the, at home than on the road. But he's averaging 13 points a game in his four starts against the Twins. He had a massive mess up against Kansas City his last time out. Only got two earned, but only one in any and a third. That's what got him. But then prior to that, 17-8 at Cleveland, 34 against St. Louis, 19-9 against the Yanks. Struggled against Kansas City, again, they have this number. But then 25-3 against Chicago, 16-7 at Minnesota, 19-7 versus Minnesota. So very good run here for Matt Boyd outside of those two Kansas City starts, surprisingly. They, those are our quick hit boys, the Kansas City Royals. But the Minnesota Twins strike out over 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, he does give a lot of fly balls, just like going to Rizzi, so maybe this turns into a home run fest there in Minnesota, and we have this all wrong. But you have a Minnesota team with a 4.5-team total. Lefties 271, he's only 309 versus Boyd. And similar to the Tigers and the Mets and some of these other teams, the Twins have a 297 Wobo and a 123 ice, so both way below average versus left-handed pitching. So a guy like uh, Matt Boyd could be a nice cheaper end option there at the $7,700 price range. So in the 8s and the 7K range, i got Newcomb, 1, Boyd, 2. Bieber, 3. Odorizzi, 4. Now, when you drop down below the 6K range, it is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I got two long shots for you. And if something changes, we'll talk about it in the Slack chat. Like, yeah, you sure you got Felix Hernandez into swung song? He could go Edwin Jackson. I'm looking at guys like yonder Mendez. Much better on the road than at home in his limited action this year. His home starts minus t- – or, no. His home starts 21.7 at San Diego. 8.6 against Oakland. Um... 5 and 40s respectively, and then point nine against Houston. That was a two-thirds of an inning on the bullpen. So he's been stretched out of late. He's really struggled at home, really good on the road. He's only 4400 bucks. He's facing an Angels team that does struggle with left-handed pitching. They strike out 21% of the time versus lefties, and they have a uh, sure a 4.9 team total, but 302 lefties, 282 righties versus Mendez, and the Angels a 289 Woba and a 142 ISO, both below average versus left-handed pitching. So yes, Mendez can get destroyed in a heartbeat in this matchup, but he's super cheap at $4,400. If he can find you double digits, you are ahead of the game. The other guy we're looking at here is Casey Kelly of the San Francisco Giants. $4,200 at home against the San Diego Padres. He's been very, very good at home in his one home start. He's mainly been a bullpen guy. But he has his last two appearances have been out of the bullpen. Prior to that, made a couple spot starts at the Mets for 13-3, at the Reds 5.8, um, at the Dodgers got beat up, but then at home against Pittsburgh for 16.1. He gets you four to six innings. just depends on the pitch count, how star-stout he is. does have a little bit of strikeout upside. He's 4200 bucks against the Padres team. that strikes out 26% of the time first right-handed pitching. So there's a lot to like there. He's got a 48% ground ball rate, uh, keeps the ball in the yard, does give up some hard contact. But uh, a Padres team with a 3.13 team total, second lowest on the slate to a $4,200 Casey Kelly. I don't get it either. But they have a 291 Woba and a 137 Iso versus Ryan in pitching. So Kelly at 4200 bucks does give you some leeway. A little better there than Mendez for sure. So something to think about there. So I got Kelly 1, Mendez 2. Regardless of the situation, it's ugly. So recapping your pitching real quick, you got DeGrom 1, Tanaka 2, Marquez 3, and the 9K and above. In the 7s and the 8s, you got Newcomb 1, Boyd 2, Bieber 3, Otorizzi 4. Down below, Kelly 1, Mendez 2. Yeah, ugly, ugly stuff. Now to the bats on the 12-game slate. Kicking it off at the catcher's position, you're going to have some guys in Coors like Wilson Ramos at 44, but look at guys like, um, you know, if you're going to pay up beyond Gomes at 43, it's very intriguing versus Jace Fry Remember, it's a bullpen situation, but it looks like it's going to be Hector Santiago, another lefty, so Gomes at 43 is in play for you Went deep yesterday. Uh, going on down, though, you got the likes of, like um, Elias Diaz versus Quintana at 38, or Francisco Cervelli at 37, like both those Pirates catchers there. Um, farther out, he looks like an Omar Navarre versus Bieber. We did say lefties versus Bieber, so Navarre at 36 comes into play for you in that situation. Williams-Ostadillo switch hitting versus Matt Boyd at 35 is worth the look because he's just a consistent cash game play, five-plus points on pretty much night-in and night-out basis. Um, sliding on down to the bottom side, you know, Mike Zanino, my usual GPP guy at 33. Farther down, you can get into guys like Vic Caratini at thirty-one hundred bucks for the Cubs versus uh, Yvonne Nova. I don't mind that at all. Johnny Lucroy's thirty-one versus uh, King Felix. He can be in play for you as well. His price has bumped a bit, but he's earned it as late. Uh, Farther down, you look here in the below three K range, though it gets really iffy. Like uh, wins from Baltimore against Sale at twenty-eight. If you want to get really weird, you can go there. Caleb Joseph, the same at twenty-seven, but you got to really. Really desired to be weird in that situation. Other than that, check lineups like Sandy Leone at 26. His bat's been ice cold, but gets Yeffi Ramirez of Baltimore. You can maybe get some there. Uh, maybe there'll be some backup situations you can target. James McCann versus uh, Odorizzi at 26, stuff like that. You know, Jeff Mathis will be catching Zach Granke. He's 2,500 versus Ross Stripling. First base position, you got Muncie at forty nine, but I look at guys like Edwin at forty eight versus Fry, Matt Carpenter at forty seven versus Chasins, very very attractive in that matchup there. Um, Rizzo versus Nova, the Cubs were cold yesterday, maybe they, they wake up today. Nova can be crushed by lefties at forty four, so keep him in mind. Farther down, you look though, like a Matt Olson versus King Felix at forty three is very much in play for you. Uh, Ian Desmond and Coors could be in play as well. Down to the lower fours. The yeah, Carlos Santana in Coors, it is Marquez with $4,100. You arguing a discount considering Coors. We've had Santana between four and 4200 outside of Coors. So you're getting basically market price because of the respect for Marquez in Coors Field if you want to be different. You can. Um, Jose Martinez versus Chassin at $3,900. Bucks. We like to target lefties with Martinez, but when he's hot and streaking, you kind of just roll it, and you might want to roll it with this one. A couple other ones you might want to get a little different one. He, he's not um, – on fire by any means, but he's got some pop versus lefties. If you want to get GPP weird, Tyler Austin of Minnesota is 39 versus Boyd. I do like to switch it in Josh Bell versus Quintana at 38. That's someone I can definitely get behind in that matchup there. Uh, if Mitchie Tubag is in the lineup versus Jeffy Ramirez at 37, that is quite the discount. So keep an eye on that one. And then towards the bottom here and the threes, there were a couple I missed yesterday because I didn't scroll, but we talked about them later. Um, let's see where they haven't priced at today. Like, uh, th- 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 where is he at? Like, remember Vic Caratini, 31, mentioned him already. Right here um, for the Los Angeles Angels, it's going to be lefty-lefty tonight, so it might not play. But Jose Fernandez is 3K, and he first-base eligible if you need to punt the position, but probably won't play with it being lefty-lefty and all. But I used him a lot at 31 yesterday as a value play. Second base, you got Robbie Cano at 49. I love that against Edwin Jackson. He's swinging a really, really good stick there. Javi Baez always in play for you as well. Uh, if you need to be a little different, when you look at the Brew Crew tonight against John Gant, uh they have a team total of 4.15. Lefty's 340, righty's 304. So guys like Travis Shaw at 45 come to play for you tonight. DJ LeMahieu and Coors at 42 is a discount. I like this play a lot. Um, I've been doing a lot. Of, I haven't been stacking Coors. I've had David Dahl back-to-back days like we talked about yesterday. And he's homered. I've had LeMahieu in the lineup. He's been cheap. He put up a double-digit performance for you last night. So 4200 bucks for Lemayhu. You save 700 on Cano. You save 1300 on Jose Ramirez. Stuff like that. I do like that opportunity there for him. Jed Lowry's been swinging it really well also. He's 4200 versus King Felix. I have no problem starting my lineup with either one of those guys and not paying up to the top. If you go down a little more like Zobrist and Daniel Murphy at 41 versus Nova, we've talked about lefties versus Nova. Waiting on the Cubs team total in that one, but... Um, Lefty's 376, righty's 319 versus Yvonne Nova. Go back to Coors. as Drupal Cabrera's 4,100. You've got Nico Goodrum hitting around the middle of the order for Detroit with some pop versus Oda Rizzi at 41 as well. A couple options for you there. Uh, Joey Wendell versus Tanaka at 4K. If you're going to fade Tanaka, he's definitely a play for you there. Uh, D Gordon at 39 versus Edwin Jackson is worth the look. It sucks he's hit ninth, but he's been productive of late. So you ride that wave with D Gordon when you can. Uh, middle threes and below, though, it gets a little bleak here, folks. Uh, Colt Wong at 36 could have some upside versus Chassin. Don't mind that as a cheaper option. Josh Harrison of Pittsburgh versus Quintana at 35. I like that as well. Lefty's 288, but righty's 344 off Jose Cantana. So don't be afraid of Quintana in that matchup. Harrison at 35 is a discount in that situation. Uh, farther down at the second base position, you can look at guys like, um, I think he's a switch hitter. Uh, he's right-handed. Kevin Newman of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Been getting a lot of playing time. Doesn't like the world on fire, but he's 3300 on the right-handed bat there versus Quintana. Other than that, there'll be much, much more especially down below, so check your lineups. Check the Slack chat. And we will talk it up. Third base, again, Jose Ramirez is in, in, in play. Aaron Lado and Coors at 5K is not bad either. Matt Carpenter at 47. Told you I liked him already. Uh, Travis Shaw at 45. Moustakas at 43 or two. Uh, Milwaukee bats to take a look at. You got Matt Chapman, who's been swinging it really, really well at 4,400. another decent night last night, so keep an eye on him, especially if you're stacking the A's. Uh, Rafael Devers at 41 versus Ramirez is in play for you tonight. Uh, he's a GPP only because the consistency is never there, but he's mucho, mucho talented. If Beltra's in the lineup, and he's been if in and out because it's the end of the year he's already made a swan song at home, uh, he's forty four. He's 4K versus Andrew Heaney, and that does get my attention. A tight uh Rangers team. Lefty's 275, righty's 339 versus Heaney. Beltre at 4K does have some upside in that matchup. Heimer Candelario of Detroit leading off for Soterizzi at 39. Worth a look for you there. Uh, Matt Michael Franco at 3800 bucks and Coors. GPP only. Uh, farther down, like a Yomer Sanchez from the left side against Bieber. Kyle Seeger from the left side versus Jackson. He's had a couple good games in a row here. Maybe he's going to heat up to finish the season out. Um other than that, it's not a ton down here. Like Yoan Camargo's thirty three hundred versus Degrom. If you want to get really weird and punt, you could look at stuff like that. Jose Ozuna of the Pirates. He's in the lineup. He's first base, third base. He's only thirty one hundred versus Quintana. Shortstop. You got Lindor at fifty three. He's always in play. Got Story and Coors. Baez we talked about at forty eight. Machado's been swinging it well. Bogarts versus Jeffrey Ramirez at forty six is an outstanding price point. It's really really nice. So that's kind of where you're looking at up there. I'd probably save some money, go to Bogarts, but. All those guys are in play for you up top tonight. When you slide down to the fours and the bottom fours, like a switch hitting pro Profar at 42 versus Heaney's in play, as Druba Cabrera talked about him. But like a switch hitting Jorge Polanco versus Boyd, if you're fading Boyd at 41, that is a very intriguing play. So is Anderson Simmons at 4K versus Mendez. Simmons is hitting lefties extremely well this season. So those are a couple nice 4K plays for you there. Marcus Simeon versus Felix at 38. That's a little bit of a discount you can take a look at in that matchup. Uh, Freddie Galvis, if he's in the lineup, versus Kelly at 36, I don't hate that price point at all. Um, you're going to look at some other guys in the White Sox lineup potentially versus Bieber, some Detroit Tigers potentially as value plays as some of them pop up from time to time. If Elvis Andrus cracks the lineup, he's 3400 versus Heaney, that's way too cheap, but he hasn't been in the lineup much to end out the season, so keep an eye on Andrus. But he does, if he is in there, 3400 is very, very nice in that matchup. In the outfield, we'll have our usual suspects. You have got Mookie Betts at 61, which is a great play versus Jeffrey Ramirez. Uh, Boston is in an outstanding spot tonight, as we would expect. Um, waiting on their team total still. But uh, Jeffrey Ramirez is, is bad, bad at baseball. But Christian Yellick at 6K. And the price keeps going up, and no one's playing him, and he just keeps crushing baseballs. Went deep again yesterday, averaging over 16 points in his last 10 games. He is an outstanding play versus uh, John Gantt, and he will go very low. On. If you're paying up, I go that direction. Trout's in a great spot versus Pavetta. Same with Blackman. The usual guys are all phenomenal plays up here. I love Yellick all the way at the top. I love Betts, too. Those two are two phenomenal plays. It's going to be really hard to get them both in there, but both very, very nice. Um, ben Intendi if if, uh, is also in play at 4,800 versus Jeffrey Ramirez. like that one quite a bit as well. Uh, Crush Davis, always a GPV play. David Dahl's down to 4,800 bucks. Even though he's homewarded back-to-back nights, I love that play. like it a lot, so I don't mind going there at all. Uh, Shohei Otani, probably not as much tonight. But something to think about. Mitch Haneker's been red hot. He's $4,700. Keep an eye on him on tonight's slate. Nick Castellanos as well. Tommy Pham's a good GPP play versus Tanaka. If you're fading Tanaka at 4500 Farther down you go, like Daniel Palko's 44 He's not as cheap as he once was. But against the Biebs, nice left-handed power and a GPP. I can get behind that. Same with Cargo versus Pavetta and Gerardo Parra versus Pavetta at 43 Depending on where they are in the lineup, both become GPP relevant at that price point. Uh, low Kane, if you're stacking the Brew crew, is forty two hundred bucks, very, very much in play for you tonight. You got Odubel Herrera and Coors at only forty two hundred bucks. The Phillies are regularly priced because they're facing Harmon Marquez, but they're in Coors. They become GPP relevant. Like I respect the crap out of Marquez, but we know what Coors can do. If you're multi, I'm not saying make it your one lineup unless you want to go really YOLO on it. But most people are going to play Colorado bats. Most people, if they're going to play any pitcher in this matchup, going to play Marquez. Phillies going to be extremely low in this matchup. And it's Coors Field, where anything can happen against any pitcher. So uh, I, I like Marquez; He is a GPP pitching option. But Phillies, you're getting Coors bats way too cheap. I, I hope I'm not just blabbering for nothing. It's just I I haven't stacked Coors in a long time. I don't like stacking Coors. I don't think I'm going to stack Coors, but I know I can also get a nice, healthy like handful of Phillies with a couple comeback Rockies and uh, you know a couple mid-priced pitchers and be just fine. So. I'm going to have to look at that a little more tonight. Maybe I'll have one Coors stack for the last hurrah for me, even though they finished the season in Coors. The farther down you go, uh, if Greg Allen, especially he's leading off for the Phils. He's a switch hitter. He's 4100 bucks against Fry and then possibly Santiago. That's a very solid play there at that price point. He's been very, very productive in that leadoff spot. Nico Goodrum at 41, talked about him already like that quite a bit in the middle of the order there their GPPs. The Grandy Man at 4K has got some upside. Nelson Cruz against the lefty yesterday went downtown. He's against Edwin Jackson at 4K. In play for you still. Uh JBJ, GPP only versus Ramirez at 39. You could look that direction. Uh, Pablo Reyes of the Pittsburgh Pirates is 3900 bucks. A little bit of pop there from the right side of the plate versus Quintana. I, I can get behind that at 3900 bucks And a GPP, he'll go extremely, extremely low-owned. Most of the Pirates will tonight. We saw what they've done the last few nights. They beat up Montgomery. They 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 can hit lefties quite well. They they didn't crush any like Hambles by any means, but uh, Hamills against Milwaukee, my bad. Again, Jose Martinez, thirty nine hundred bucks. Ozuna, at thirty nine. Love Ozuna. He keeps hitting the ball very, very well right now. So keep an eye on him. Ryan Braun's on fire too. He's been hitting his homers off of lefties lately. But he's thirty nine hundred bucks for John Gantt. So if you need a cheap guy with some power upside, you can look that direction. Mentioned D Gordon already at thirty nine, so keep an eye on him. Uh, farther down we go here in the three K range. Like, and leading off Nick Martini at thirty eight, three hits last night, including a triple. He was thirty four last night. He's up to thirty eight, still in play for you in that matchup, especially if he's leading off. Uh, Brandon Geyer against Fry and company at thirty seven. You know him. There's lefty. Same with Melky Cabrera, two cheaper Phillies bats for no, Indians bats there at thirty seven. Like those quite a bit. Uh, you'll get Matt Joyce at 37. Just realize he might get subbed for if they change pitchers too much. You got Robbie Grossman switch hitting at 37 versus Boyd. I can get behind that one. Farther down, if you look now, Travis Jankowski, he's leading off versus Kelly at 36 and a GPP. If you want to get really different, no one's going to own him. Um, again, Jordan Luplow at 3,500 bucks for Jose Quintana. He is the birthday boy. Right handed bat usually hits in the middle of the order. Only GPP relevant. Very GPP relevant. Uh, Jay Bruce, if you're fading Nukem at 35, becomes a power home run GPP type play. Uh, Fran Rays at 34, always in play. If you're not using Kelly at that price point, can go deep for anybody. Farther down we go uh, Cole Calhoun, $3,300, bucks, lefty lefty but Mendez won't go long. and They get a bad Rangers bullpen, so keep that in mind when you're picking your Anaheim bats. And then, other than that, there will be some like Ben Gamble's thirty-one if he cracks the lineup. Um, Hernan Perez three K, Heredia three K. There's a few guys here and there. Just check your lineups. Um, ask me questions in the Slack chat if you're you're curious on anybody, and we'll break it down for you there. So, recapping your pitching real quick on this twelve-game slate up top, you got Degrom, Tanaka, Marquez in the middle. You got Newcomb, Boyd, Bieber, Odorizzi. down below. You got Kelly and Mendez. The Red Sox versus Jeffrey Ramirez, very, very live tonight. Uh, You got, like, the Indians in that opener matchup, starting off with lefty Fry and then likely lefty Santiago. Something to think about there. The Cubs versus left-handed bats versus Nova are in play. The Pirates right-handed bats versus Quintana are in play. Uh, The farther down you go now, you got the, like, some, you know, Coors Field's in play. Talked about how cheap the Phillies were. Um, You got the Angels versus Mendez could be Interesting. The Cardinals versus Chassin, especially the lefties, the Mariners and A's against Edwin and Felix is interesting, especially the A's side of that one. There's so much to go off of. You could pick, you know, decent spots for almost every team out there tonight. So, again, if you have certain questions, you're confused on a few things, join us in the Slack chat. It's super easy. Don't be shy. If you're shy, nothing gets accomplished. Uh, let's check out the BVP on this one and send her Home. Matt Adams, 4-9 for nine with a double and a homer off to Chassin. Ozuna, 6-11, two doubles. Carpenter, Molina, and Jose Martinez have all taken, and Paul DeYoung have all taken him deep. As a team, they're at 320 and 122 at bats So the Cardinals have a lot of success versus Jalice Chassin. As we scroll some more, Tyler Flowers, 4 for 11 with a homer off DeGrom. Camargo's taking him deep. Um, you've got Freddie Freeman, 12 for 41, two doubles, two homers. Nick Marcakis, 10 for 36 with a homer. So they've had some success versus DeGrom. Uh, only hitting 228, but a little bit of success there in the power department. Kevin Kiermaier, 7-for-22, double, triple, and a homer off Tanaka. Uh, Trey Mancini, 6-for-17, two doubles off Chris Sale. Adam Jones hitting 222, but he's taking him deep. Ian Hassel, only hitting no versus Nova, but he's 4-for-17 with three home runs. Uh, Rizzo's 5-for-13 with a double. Murphy, 5-for-14 with a double. Schwarber's taking him deep. Bias taking him deep twice. So success there. Um... Francisco Cerveli, Josh Bella, both taking Quintana deep. Uh, farther down we go. <clears throat> Tyler Austin, mentioned him as a kind of a long shot GPP play with his power. Small sample, but he's three for six with a homer off of Matt Boyd. Robbie Grossman, a double and two homers. Jimenez is taking him deep. Eddie Rosario is out for the year. Jorge Polanco has got a, two doubles and a homer in his matchup. Um, Miguel Sano, only one homer. Uh, if you're curious about. Um, Sean Reed Foley for the the Blue Jays game. He's limited innings tonight. And then Perdomo's spot starting for the Padres. I just got these updates as I'm going. Only going th- around three innings tonight. So, with a lot of bullpen in San Diego as well. Back to your BVP. Um, Aducci Castellanos, Victor Martinez, Sal have all taken Odorizzi deep once. Um, Philadelphia and Colorado now. You got Pat Vileka, two for two with a home off Pavetta. Desmond's taking a deep once, but... Now, small sample, they're 15-for-20 of the 536 average versus Pavetta. Just not a ton of pop initially. Reese Hoskins and Dribble Cabrera have taken Mont Marquez deep. Again, not a big sample, but 19-for-45, a 422 average against Herman Marquez in that matchup. Nick Ahmed's gone deep off of Stripling. So has Paul Goldschmidt, 6-for-14, two doubles and a homer for Goldie. Pollock's 3-for-9 with two homers against Stripling. Justin Turner, 9-for-25, three doubles, a triple and two homers off of Zach Granke. Bellinger, 6-for-18, two doubles, two homers. Jock Jams, 6-for-19, three doubles, a triple, and a homer. Yosemite Grandal is taking them deep twice. Kiki, Chris Taylor, Utley, Kemp all have homers. They're in 239, but they have 11 homers, 15 doubles, and two triples versus um, Granky. They have a 326 Woba and a 218 ISO. Lots of power off of Granky. Robinson Chirinos 4-for-6, two homers off of Andrew Heaney. Adrian Beltre, I told you I liked him if he's in the lineup. 7-for-14. Double and three homers. Andrews, seven for 15. A double and two homers. I like him if he's in the lineup, too. Great price point in that matchup. So definitely things to attack there. Dylan on the De Shields leading off, four for 11. Double and a homer. Mazara, four for 11. Odor, five for 15. Not bad. Uh, Gordon Beckham's had a lot of success against the A's, but I don't think he's going to be playing much. He's eight for 14 with three doubles and a homer versus uh, Edwin Jackson. Cruz, six for 15. Two doubles. Uh, stuff to look at there. Stephen Piscotty, 4 for 10, two doubles and a homer off King Felix. Marcus Simeon, 14 for 41 with four homers, a 341 average. Jed Lowry's got two doubles and four homers in his appearance. Mark Connor and Matt Joyce taking them deep as well. Joe Panic 9 for 19, three doubles off Perdomo. Again, Perdomo's only going three innings most likely. So there's your BVP. There is your quick hits in the books. I uh, hope everybody has a great Wednesday, 12-game slate on tap. Go check out the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself, Jesse, and guest Ryan Baroff of the Landia podcast as we preview the Ryder Cup. Course preview, course history, um, break down the teams, talk bets, props, predictions, the works. It's a lot of fun. Go check it out to get ready for one of the greatest sporting events out there, especially in golf. Um, we got Around the Base of Bubba Mo episode 82 dropping this morning. Getting ready for the playoffs on that one. You got the, the waiver wire article from Coop Fiasco to get you ready for your NFL this week. You got some, a big Italian Serie uh, uh, soccer set up today. So go check that out with Francisco. Mitch has got five rookies on the NBA DFS season to keep an eye on. And much, much more around thesportsdjens.com, at thesportsdjens. So come check us out. I'm on Twitter at BDntrick. Again, join us in the Slack chat. But this was your Wednesday, September 26th edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. I'm out.